morning. One, two, three. What the fuck is goody world? What it do, what it do. You know, welcome to Like I Was Saying Podcast with E-Baby and yours truly, Velvet. You know, we do what we do over here and all. Hopefully y'all had a great week, great weekend. You know, y'all went out and voted or whatever, if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else happened the last weekish. I think that's about it. Halloween was the week before that. Right, right. Gearing up for the coming holidays. Oh, yes. All the food to make us fat. Yes. And those who may not have warm and fuzzies to the holidays, you know, lean on your support system. Yes. And we love you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we understand that, you know, holidays are not for everyone. Some people have, you know what? Hey! Some people, you know, we we doing all types of things. We dog training over here. We recording. You know, we multifaceted hoes over here. T'Challa is just having a blast. Yes, we're talking about you. You know, like, again, as we gearing up for the holidays, you know, it's not warm and fuzzies for everybody. We understand that, hey! No! Either it's family related, money no. related. <laughs> You're doing too much. We're trying to record. Why don't you just be under the chair like you were? Huh? <laughs> uh, sorry about that, guys and ladies and gents and people. Um, you just want to bite on. Come on, nah. You just want to be. Come on. You just want to. Come on. We got. We got a special guest today. Yes, T'Challa, say hey. What's good, guy? What's good? My, my name's T'Challa. <laughs> what the fuck is good? Oh, we're going to have a drink, baby. We're going to have a drink. Aren't dogs usually the best? They are. Oh, my goodness. Have you felt any type of, like, shift with him being here? with you like either emotionally or just as a whole like besides wanting to probably strangle him that part every other second <laughs> that part there well no he's trying Sir. to fuck some other shit up you know uh, one of my friends sent something to me the other day about how to do like life hacks to happiness mm-hmm. and one of them is like petting animals and <laughs> You were just you want to come back distraught. up? <laughs> come here. Sir. Come on. I think he just wants to be near you. Um, so, yeah, I have no idea what you, um, uh, let's see, uh, joy, mm-hmm. um, more excitement, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I do want to strangle him a bit, um, when he be doing crazy stuff like this, trying to train him, it's hard, mm-hmm. like, to sit and know and the, um, Lay down and the, all of those things is is hard. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I was like, it's definitely worse than a child. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put a diaper on them as they're going through the the house. <laughs> well, technically you could. Yeah, I ain't doing all that. But I was like, you gotta come out the gate. But see, he's doing way better with a potty training. Yeah. He just don't like his crates. He does not like it at all. Not surprising. That's not surprising at all. He don't like that shit at all. And I'm like, I spent his money on this crate. And he was like, fuck that crate. He'll go in there and sit in there for a little bit, and then he'll come right back out. But once you close that gate, baby, it's like, all oh, hell broke loose. 
Go ahead, you got it. There you go. Oh my god. Hey, who are you? Your cup. No. <laughs> ah, it's my animal disguise. Go away. T'Challa. <laughs> I'm just going to let you guys know today's format is going to be very different than our normal. We just going to be like when shooting we had when we had Cooch here, we shooting the shits part two. Facts. <laughs> it's gonna, at some point, there's going to be chronicles of shooting the shits. Like, it's just it's going to be what it is. There's just a lot mm -hmm. going on in life. And sometimes you just need to just free think, not have an outline to what you're doing. And just let it flow how it comes. Why do you want to bite me? Don't you love me? Why you want to bite me? Don't you love me? But yes, how was your uh, weekend? <laughs> no. <laughs> he does that when you can't get my hand. No. You look like a pain in the ass, my guy. No. A legitimate pain in the ass. Oh, I'm going to try to get this one. Come on. I was laying on the couch. We're having a good lay session. Bitch, I'm a star. Look at him. Just having a lay. Sir. It's his world. You can't tell him no different. Sir. No. no. You ever hear about people who like think that their their entire life is like a TV show and that mm -hmm. they're the star of it? That's him right now. That's you. That's mm -hmm. him. Like if something just randomly just like fly, it's probably because you haven't caught a cord. You know? Oh, Lord. Hey! What's wrong with you, my guy? No! He definitely closed the laptop on me earlier. I was typing something, and his paws came up on top of the laptop, and then he just fell down with it. I said, my guy. Yes, I love you. What you doing so much? You can't even talk over here. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. So, um, I actually... Ow! You little bugger. No! I... <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. He went no, from biting it no, to licking no. it. What's wrong with no. you? No. If there was a camera recording him. Get your ass on, sir. You do it. No. I mean, good thing is he's not heavy enough to like cause any damage to him stuffing on the laptop. I'm not super pressed about it. He's about to jump off or do some shit. Just stay right there. You're perfect just the way you are. Just right there. Let's get past the weekend, dude. Like, God damn. My weekend was good. Um, I've actually added to my family this weekend. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. She had a whole baby. Just like she had a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you can't have this. I gave you drink. <laughs> I gave you water. It's not your drink, though, Mommy. I gave you water. Yeah, I added a fur baby to my family. Yeah. Um, her name is Luna. She is a six-year-old German Shepherd. I think she might be a mix, but I got her from the Virginia German Shepherd Rescue. Mm -hmm. I've been actually going through this process now for about a month. Um, finally got everything approved. I met with her foster daddy on Saturday and brought her home. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I told myself when I got my next dog, it was definitely not, not going to be a puppy. 
I knew that for a fact. You about to hear every piece of this, honey. Keep playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what the heck? Go ahead. But but yeah, added a, a little fur ball to my own family. She's How there. Old? She's six. Six okay. years old. Okay. Um so I opted to go a little bit she's actually older than what I intended. I was thinking oh, maybe not a year. No, she's six years old. Mm-hmm. She's a grown woman. What is wrong with you, my guy? Ugh, that one was me. Can you let my shoe go? The challa. <laughs> That's not yours. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just going to bring my shoes over here with me. No. Yes. Uh, hey y'all, y'all can see me now. Ah. So added a new family, member to the family. Yeah, her so sweet and gentle. Um, she comes from like a, a rough background. Apparently, um, they found her not too long ago. She was pretty badly starved. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she's a nice, healthy weight. You don't like to sit still, huh? I'm about to throw you over. Come on. Come on. Come on. Rock a T'Challa, no. Would appreciate that. 
Right. So I was like, you know, I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And I just went home and me and uh T'Challa chill, watched the movie. He was really into this Western movie that I watched. Oh, the harder they fall? Mm-hmm. I seen it like one and a half times already. Like I actually really liked it. The first time I I was watching with my son and like we were talking and stuff, so I didn't really get to go through it all the way. Mm-hmm. So I decided to watch a little bit of it and then I fell asleep. But um mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Did you watch it? I did, yeah. I watched the whole I watched the full Yeah. I liked it. And so this is Shala. Shala was sitting there and he was like really engaged and everything. Yeah. Probably all the sounds and the horses and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so he was having a blast. And so mm-hmm. it was the most he's been calm. And I was like, so I just need to make some, have some noises. On. Put that bitch on for him. <laughs> noises and stuff. And then trying to train him this weekend has not been fun. He has been doing a lot better with the potty training. Um, rarely goes inside now. Good. Usually the inside is in the middle of the night, to be honest, because I don't do this now. Uh, At least you're honest when with I wake up. Yeah. When I wake up, I take them out, and then I use the restroom bath and all that. But other than that, yeah. Man, I rarely get sleep already, so I don't even, with that, I give it to you, T'Challa, I'm all right. <laughs> During the daytime, no. Nah. Yeah, at nighttime, I just, because I rarely get enough sleep, but if I had to set alarms, like, every hour to fucking take him out, it would work for my life. I would be okay. super cranky. I don't think anybody like that, especially my son. He's like, yeah, I just gotta stay away from him. So. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and that's really all I've been doing all the weekend. Chilling and that's about it. Okay, okay. So, you know, as I mentioned, we're gonna be kind of free. What, what is up with just random numbers calling phones. Like, I get the most spam calls I've ever gotten in forever now. I get spam calls off the chain. Have you noticed any Mm-mm. any uptick? I get them all the fucking time now. Mm-hmm. Somebody did. Take it off! <sighs> yeah, so we're gonna, um... Talk about shit. Yeah, yeah. We no topics uh in the in the world today. We just focus on what what we want to talk about our yeah. own lives. We we not yeah we not uh, there was a lot going on in the world anyway. There is definitely is. So we just gonna take a step back from that <laughs> right now. Um. So there's just a, a couple things, especially because like certain episodes we've been going a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, which is like general topics. So there's like certain stuff we haven't been able to like kind of speak about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, one that I want to talk about for um, some time is like friendships. Mm-hmm. When friendships deteriorate, mm-hmm. friendships and or relationships, any any relationship at all, how do you go about like? Your communication with them and this can when we say deteriorate it can be any number of things it could be a non-amicable reason like y'all get into it, it's a really nasty argument mm-hmm. and y'all don't y'all don't see eye to eye no more or it could just be like a gradual like you fade apart drifting yeah, yeah. so how do you like go about that with that person like as far as like socializing with them moving forward having them either in your circle social media phone numbers communication kind of like how do you how do you handle that? And you can do both. You can do like an example of both. Like if we some sh- nasty shit went down, this is how I would handle it. If we just drift um, apart, this is how I handle it. If 
if I drifted apart with someone, um, well, one that's most likely because I wanted. <laughs> Why can't? Really? Really? We just freestyled this entire episode. Everything. This entire the editing and everything. It's going to be everything. Fuck it. Ain't end shit. <laughs> no, but um, if, if it was a drift apart, then, you know, if we, like, I met the person out in public, then I would talk to them and stuff. And like, hey, what's going on? Because sometimes people just get busy and you, like, don't have enough time for everyone. And if we aren't, like, that close in relationship, then... I would understand it. Mm. Like we were, you know, just friends and we went out partying and stuff. We're getting older. We ain't gonna go out partying like we used to. So I understand the the drifting apart mm-hmm. of it. So I get that piece. Um Yeah. So I get that part of it and oh like one of two things I'll be amazed. One, if he lays in it, two, if he pisses in it. Like either of those that happen, I'll be weak as fuck. I'll be super impressed if he does either. I'll be happy with the first. I will not be happy with the second. Um, and so... Uh, yeah, if we drifted apart, I'd be like, whatever, it's cool. And I would still be okay with talking to them afterwards. If it ended um, abruptly or something of that nature, then uh, depending upon what the reason is, like why the argument happened, then I probably wouldn't really talk to them because, you know, that argument probably ended whatever relationship it was, depending upon what that was. So, like, whether, you know, you fuck with my man or I'm trying to think of things or you fuck, you know, with my sisters or something. I'm trying to think of something that we're like to create some trust. Pull somebody yeah. some shit I told you you're not supposed to. Yeah. Or like we got into like a, just a nasty like altercation. If it was physical, then yeah, I'm, I'm quite sure I'm not friends with you anymore. Because I don't just go around hitting people. So if it gets to the part where I'm physically hitting you, mm-hmm. um, or we're physically fighting, then mm-hmm. that's usually the end of the relationship, right? Now. Right. Yeah. I don't go around hitting people. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. One, I I'm too fine to go to jail. You're in, yeah. I got too is. much meat for the day. <laughs> they be starving bitches. I don't got time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a no for me. Jail is something I never want to do. Ever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, if you get me to the point that I physically want to lay hands on you, then we are, we're definitely dead. Like, the, the whole thing is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if I saw them out in public, I'm quite sure I wouldn't even acknowledge who the person was. Right. If they said, hey, we can do what we do. And I'm keep on pushing because we have nothing to talk about. Right. Yeah. Right. What about you? I think it depends on like what stage you want to talk to me about it in my life. Mm-hmm. Like where I'm at now, people serve purposes mm-hmm. in my life. Um, that's not like 
on like a using type thing that's not on a what can you do for me type thing mm -hmm. but like each person i have in my life they serve a purpose correct mm -hmm. um so if we no longer rocking with one another if we no longer for whatever purposes that is like if it's an unamicable situation i for one am probably I, i'm never want to try to go back and reconcile something that went south that's just not in me to do um, whether that's pride, whether that's just ego, whatever you want to call it. But <clears throat> nine times out of ten, if I get crossed, you ain't hearing back from me again. I'm not coming back. I'm not doubling back. And nine times out of ten, you're getting blocked on everything. Like, I feel like once we, we hit that, you no longer need to have access to me, and I no longer need to have access to you. Like, mm -hmm. you're blocked on my phones, blocked off my social medias. Like, I just don't need... That energy around me like I don't need to see how you're doing you definitely I've I've never in my life wanted to do that like I want you to see how good I'm doing type deal mm -hmm. because it just doesn't yeah no point no nah. and if it's one of those um drift situations I mean because also drifting can be like as you mentioned you change you evolve you have the same people who you were you don't serve the same purpose for each other yeah. um in that moment that's not to say like y'all couldn't serve a purpose for each other later on but we just not gonna you know rock on the same way like i'm not gonna come to you and talk to you about the same stuff if yeah. there's something going on with me i'm not gonna come to you no matter how the situation ended i still wish you the best yeah um but yeah i prefer people who i don't rock with like that to not have any type of access to me mm. because that's just that's that's energy for me mm -hmm. and yeah i just mm -mm. Not for you. yeah let me see because i'm trying to figure out i'm i'm slowly recall i'm trying to make sure that was the full extent of the question um that i had proposed for that oh so after the question was how do you know when you have outgrown um a relationship a relationship you start drifting apart <laughs> um i probably would go with you the communication and the conversations that you and that person have is no longer like the same um you don't talk to them the same manner or way you don't talk to them as much mm -hmm. um and i would probably also have to say like you don't even care like if you talk to them mm -hmm. um Lock the fuck out my pinky finger. Um, so I think I would have to go with those. Like, oh my god. I would have to go with that. Like, you no longer have the same conversations. You don't communicate the same way. Right. Um, like, hey, then, how's your mom doing? How's your family doing? Good. Yeah. Like when you don't decide to. It's such a weird sensation. You have like three of my toes in your mouth at once. That is so weird to try to like, please stop. <laughs> that is so inappropriate. I'm your auntie. <laughs> that's so inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's when um <laughs> no, I have my shoe. Yeah, but you're trying to oh, record. Oh, record. I think it's, shoe. it's over bad. there. Yeah, I think that's probably when I realized one of my, my last relationships. Um they get Relationship is being used in a very broad term. Mm -hmm. Friendship, intimate relationship. A ship. Yeah, any type of ship. I think the last time I realized that was when they checked in on me. And I was like, yeah, they good. And I offered no additional like information. 
And I'm like, I really don't think like we are like on that same page anymore. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we serve each other in the same way that we used to, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Because again, people outgrow needs change in relationships. Exactly. Um, yeah, we just not going to rock in the same way that we were, that we used to. Um, may check on what you want holidays, but we, you know, ain't try to like see each other, Mm -hmm. make plans anymore. Um, yeah. So have you been in a situation where like you've out, I feel like the obvious answer is yes, but like we've outgrown a relationship and it's something that you really, you were upset about. Like it wasn't something that, and we'll be back. Yay. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Has there ever been a situation like, um, like even like to current day, you are like, you wish a certain relationship didn't fade away. You wish you could have them still currently present and it didn't end the way that it did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have to say, uh, this girl that I met in college, me and her were like the, um, like me and my best friend, that was me and her. Mm-hmm. But uh, for some reason, and to this day, I have no idea why, but like she just stopped communicating. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, that's very odd. Like, I just don't know why. Like at one point, I really was scared because she was in New York for school. Like after we graduated VCU, she went to New York for graduate school. And so communication was sparse then. Because she was, you know, doing graduate stuff. And I don't think I was in graduate school at the time. And so she was super busy, et cetera. We went up to visit her and all of that. And then, like, after a while, like, I rarely talked to her. Like, I would hit her up. She never responded. And then I got scared at one point because there was a lot going on in New York. And I was like, oh, my God, is she dead? Like, that's what I thought. And I was like, well, hopefully she's not. I even hit her mom and was like, hey, is she, you know, is she good? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, she's good. She's now moved to California. I was like, oh, okay. So it was just a a lot going on. Um, so I don't know. So to this day, yeah, I think the last time I talked to her was probably a couple of years ago. And I think she told me after her birthday, and I told her after her birthday, and that was really the end of it. How long were your friends for? Um, I met her my freshman year in college. Like before you? Mm-hmm. Before, yeah. She, like, lived on the same dorm as me. Yeah, it's always um, just, you know, sad when a relationship, especially one that you feel like it hasn't, you know, it hasn't finished serving its purpose or you mm-hmm. still have more to do yeah. with that relationship and it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had something like that happen too. And uh, it began with like distant um, communication, like someone I would like communicate with every single day, would mm-hmm. see once or twice a week randomly like plans would get canceled mm-hmm. i wouldn't hear from them as often and i would like say like hey what's going on we you know we would have like a specific day we hung out mm-hmm. i'm like hey like why aren't we you know there'd be some bullshit excuse mm-hmm. and after a couple weeks i was like you know you started making plans on the specific day we would hang out what, what what's up with that mm-hmm. what, what's going on and that's when they finally decided to admit like you know it's it's not it's not working out for me no more mm-hmm. and i'm like Speaking of disowning now. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. 
Um, and I think it, it is important, especially if, like, let's say the relationship is starting to run its course and it's it's really you initiating separation. I think communication, you know, as much as possible is Uniform. important. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you know, one, you don't ever want to be on a different page than somebody else, like valuing relationships, friendships differently than another person. But it's, I just think it's always important to let somebody, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in letting people know where they stand. So yeah, I don't know. yeah. <laughs> you know we um we've so we talked about when we first started and and even still we've been um, we've been dating right mm-hmm. like and we've been on the apps mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it got me thinking like we've had a conversation what how do you handle apps when you get into a either you start dating someone, you mm-hmm. get into a relationship, when like what actions are appropriate with the app after you have started to see someone exclusively? Mm. So like So one, y'all are in a relationship or just hey we're seeing each other exclusively. It can so, be any part of that phase. Okay. So I think that So how do you the, handle the apps in general? Like how do you handle the apps with your dating and how do you okay. handle your use usage of it? So when I'm still dating and I'm not exclusive with anyone, then, you know, it's free game for everybody. We're still, I'm still out there dating. You're probably still out there dating. That's cool. When we become exclusive, I feel like at that point, like, okay, I'm exclusively, exclusively dating you. You're exclusively dating me. Then at that point, I would say that you could probably keep the app. However, it's like disabled. So you don't have to delete it, but I feel like it needs to, why are you still up there searching if we are exclusively dating each other? Mm-hmm. If we're in a relationship, mm-hmm. then I feel at that point that app should be gone. Right. A lot of people would say that what if the relationship doesn't work and you have to go back in there, blah, 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 and you have to create a new one. Okay. Well, that's okay. part so of it. So let's make sure we're understanding when we say delete. So when we say delete the app, does that just mean like take the little app and just put it inside my little bucket and delete it? Or you're going within the app, going to the settings and deleting your profile from the app. The settings. Okay. That's me, but I guess it's maybe just me. (laughs) Because normally if I'm talking to someone and I'm getting to that point, then I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to get off the app. And then my next phase is after I'm off the app, then if we are physically in a relationship, like, all right, you my boo, I'm your boo. That's it. We ain't talking to nobody else. We ain't fucking nobody else. This is us then the app definitely, if not fully deleted, then you, it should be absolutely disabled where you're not on that bitch. Like, it, you shouldn't be going up there updating nothing. You shouldn't be going up there looking for nobody. You shouldn't be replying to no messages. So it should be disabled where you don't get no messages and you can't send no messages. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And then if the relationship doesn't work out, then I guess you just go in there and undisable or whatever it is. Um, activate it. There's a difference, though. There's a difference between deactivating. So that's also where I'm trying to like um, categorize and understand the layers of like how you're removing yourself. There's just deleting the physical app that's on your phone. Mm-hmm. There is disabling your profile, mm-hmm. and then there is deleting your profile. Uh-huh. So I would say if y'all are still dating and y'all are still just out there dating, then you keep the pro, you keep it. If y'all are exclusively dating each other, each other, and no one else. 
then I would say at that point you should, what's the other one? Disable, disable it. it. Okay. Disable it. And then the final step would be to deactivate it. Once you are, I would, so I'm trying to figure out the best. So to me, I guess I'm a little bit different because once I'm in a relationship, I'm probably deleting the app altogether. So the final step. Um, and then if it doesn't work out, whenever I'm ready, I'll get back and create a new one. That's just right. me. But I would have to say that disabling it is the second step. Right, yes. And then deactivating it. A lot of people would probably say that needs to be like months down the line. Like once you're like, all right, I am digging this person. You know, we are dating, but I, I really am liking this person X, Y, and Z. Right. Then that should be the, the shit ain't on my phone no more. Um, the But disable, I would have to say, would be in the, the where exclusive mm-hmm. phase. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? See, I don't really like being up there, period. So, like, <laughs> once, like, if I'm going at least, like, two days with you, I just uninstall the app <laughs> until I have need to get back on it. Mm-hmm. Like, because I just don't, like, it's just a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, if I need to just focus on you for like maybe three dates, it's cool. And if it don't work out after, you know, the fourth one, I'll just re-download the app. Mm-hmm. But the notifications, all that, it's just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like at first, like first downloading the app was like so exciting. Because you get on the I kids. was like, oh, y'all feeling your girl. <laughs> but I definitely fell into that trap where... It seemed like me and the person were becoming more serious, and they were pretty much like they weren't on the app anymore because we were seeing each other. So me, what I did is I deleted my profile. Like I didn't delete the app, I didn't disable it. I deleted my shit, mm-hmm. and then it didn't work out. So I'm like, damn, I deleted all my dates. Like I'm mad. So I remade my account, and so. From then forward, just kind of what I've done is when I get to a point, because again, I just, it's just too much, the highs, hellos, how are you? How to get to know each other. Yeah, just trying to get past the stupid ass. Like some people have great ass, like opening conversation. Magnificent. Then it's just like dookie butt. Hey! You! Hey! Hey, dookie butt! So it's like right afterwards. I, I think he's trying to get. Do you think he's trying to get signal that he needs to be talking? Probably. You need to go outside, honey. Ugh. Let's get time out for mommy duties. <laughs> Sorry, he's trying, guys. He's, he's trying to be a good boy and signal. So we're gonna give a timeout. Shooting the shiz naive. <laughs> this shit crazy. God damn. We gotta leave. And this one. We he's gotta... on. He on crack. He on. Oh my god. He on excuse. You on crack? What's going on? <laughs> Please go. Y'all saw the way this man. This man is bouncing. What? I don't have any more treats. I already gave you a treat. Going from the walls. I'm so surprised you went underneath the tripod so easily and did not disrupt it at all. Is that what he does for real? Is he really? I'm sorry, guys. This is picture worthy because this is actually it, fucking cute.
It's something mentally unstable with your dog. <laughs> And I don't understand what you're doing back there. I love dogs. We are almost done, T'Challa. It's all right. I love Damn. dogs. Oh. I think we were, yeah. So, I'm one of the, you know, first times that I kind of like started more consistently dealing with someone. You know, they acted like, you know, I'm off the apps. Mm -hmm. So, like, okay. This is very early in, like, my phase of creating apps. Mm -hmm. Like, creating the app. Okay, you deleted it. Like, you know, I me neither. I deleted it. Yeah. They didn't stay off the apps. Well, let me rephrase. They, let me rephrase. We did not communicate much longer after I deleted the app. So I was pissed. I deleted, I lost oh, all my bait. Oh, no. But the fact is with Tinder, which is what I was using, you don't lose bait. They just come right back. <laughs> Always. All They're, of them. All the jakes are matched the first time. Came right back. Yeah. I'm like, hey. Sorry, I was gone for a little bit. Fisha. <laughs> Where do they put their at in their bios? Like, my last one got deleted. Add my new one. I'm like, <laughs> uh -uh. yeah. So, so that's kind of where, like, I just, for one, for me, it's, I guess, never been, like, that deep for, like, for the last person I dealt with, I guess after like week three, I literally like I wasn't looking at the app no more. Like I deleted it. Like I didn't delete my profile. Mm -hmm. I just uninstalled the app, mm -hmm. and I just haven't been up there since. I have no need for it. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, I didn't delete the actual profile, mm -hmm. but it's not actually. It's a lot of work to delete the profile. Uh -huh. It is. So it's just I'm just not. I'm not on it anymore at all. Like, I haven't been on it for a while. Um, but, like, everyone's different. Like, certain people have different requirements for, like, like, let's say flip side. If you are dating somebody, what are your expectations of them with the dating app? Like I said, for me, I just delete the app. If I look on your phone and the app's not there, cool. Because I wouldn't judge them if their profile was still there because mine's still there. I don't want it no to more. be disabled. Like you're not getting notifications. Like my shit's not disabled. Yeah, but if it's not on the app on the phone, you can have the app on the app side. Oh, you can have. You can just log in through like anything. Google exactly. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like once you become in a relationship, I feel like it should be disabled. Even if you don't want to delete it fully. Okay, I, I get that, but it should be disabled. Like there should be no further like. What's the reason to, for you to be communicating with someone else? Um, you definitely shouldn't be adding new photos or updating your profile. Like, is those it communicating are all... or what is the purpose of you having the profile, period? So I want to make sure we're, mm -hmm. we're like, I, I make sure I'm hearing you. So what is the purpose of you communicating? So if you don't have the app, then you're not communicating. But what is the purpose of you having the profile, period, if you're not using it anymore? So the difference between, like, if the app's no longer on my phone, then I'm not communicating with anybody. On your phone. Right, but if the profile, so do you have a problem with the profile still being there, period? No, I feel like it needs to be where your profile does not show up. Like, let's say I'm dating someone, 
and you're on the app and you're like, oh shit, there's Billy right there. Why the fuck is Billy shit coming up? Billy shit should not be coming up. Okay, I see that now. Okay, okay, okay. I get the difference between, because mine's definitely, I don't believe mine's disabled. So, but I also think Tinder, after so many, so much time of inactivity, mm-hmm. you no longer get to be there for people to swipe on. Yeah. But I do get that. Like, I don't want someone who's on the app to be swiping, like a friend, like be, you come and tell me like, hey, Fee, I like saw XYZ and I'm like, well, why is that? Yeah. That so would that trigger. Is, like, if you don't right. delete it, then that's fine. Cause you never know what's going to happen with you and that person XYZ. Me personally, I just delete it because I just. At a certain period of time, I usually delete it anyway, so it doesn't do anything to me. But, like you said, it is a lot of work trying to get back on there and trying to set that shit up again. So, I understand not fully deleting it, but that shit should be disabled so that if you go swipe, you don't say, is that, ain't that, why the, yeah, why the fuck is your shit on there? I get that. I should not be able to look and see. Okay, I see that. Yes. You can click that button if we break up. But before that, well, they should be there. Someone else should not have access to your Correct. Profile. They should not be looking at shit of shit. So that Especially is, depending on what app you're on, mm-hmm. because it's integrated into other things that you'll still see it. Mm-hmm. Like, not all dating apps are independent on their own. Like, Tinder, you have to go to Tinder for it. Mm-hmm. There are other dating apps. Like, I'm sure, like, Instagram has something. Facebook does. Facebook does. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're in those social media apps, You'll also, I believe, because I haven't used those ones, mm-hmm. but I believe, like, you'll still get the notifications from the dating piece of that app when you're, like, for example, like, if, like, Facebook has, like, a dating piece to it, when you're in the Instagram app on your, just your regular profile, you'll still get notifications from the dating piece of it. Yes, especially if you are still signed in right. with it, yes. Because so, yeah. I've signed out of it, because I went on Facebook dating before to try it out, and so I've signed out of it before. And you don't get anything. Sign like, out the dating part of it? Uh-huh. Or, oh. Yeah, because you can like you can do the same thing, disable oh, it. Oh, disable it. Okay. Things. Yeah. So if you do, if you don't disable it, then you're gonna get those notifications. But if you do disable it, then you shouldn't be getting any notifications of it. Do you think people who haven't been on like the dating apps before, when they get onto it, do you think there's like almost like um, almost like an addiction piece to it that? that makes people not want to, like, delete their profiles? Um, I don't know. That's a great question. I can say it's a no for me because I delete my profile. But I don't I, – I think a lot of people is probably leaning towards the it's a lot of work to redo it because it is, to find the right photos, to put the right information, the right information in there. And all. it's a lot of work. There's a lot of fucking work. So to not delete it, it's easier to not do that. And again, just disable it or deactivate or whatever it's called. Um, but I don't know if people become addicted to it. They may, because some people do just like you would think. Some of them people be in relationships and be like, I'm just up here seeking friendship. Why you want to date an app that was seeking friendship? That part I just don't get. Like if you're seeking a bang, bang, boom, boom, that's different. Go to friend space. Yeah, something. I don't know that's a real thing. I don't know either, but bitch, you better create a friend space. Um, but yeah, so I don't really know if people go up there because they're addicted after a while to just keep it. It could just be that a lot of people are hurt from previous relationships, and so they don't want to put, as people say, all their eggs in one basket, so they leave it open. 
for other opportunities, but I feel like that takes away from whatever person you're dealing with. If you're leaving that space open for someone else to come in, that now your relationship can't even evolve or, or whatever because you're still talking to these other people. You're not giving this one person your attention once you get to that space. Obviously, if y'all still just dating and stuff, it's different. But if y'all become exclusive, then that's why I think those other people should be cut off so that you're able to give all your attention to this one person to see if it will work. How are you going to know it's going to work or not if you're giving 75% to this person or 60% and then everything else to this other person? Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to work out. Yeah. With either of them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Yeah, I've seen between, like, dating apps are so weird. Either between, like, you start to date somebody mm-hmm. and, like, you either find out, like, they're still a dating app. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I match with someone, we're talking for a little bit, you match with the same person, mm-hmm. you talk for a little bit, but neither one of us are aware we're talking to the same person. Mm-hmm. That's happened to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then, like, later find out, like, so what are we doing? Oh, and that, like... That, like that, that's like an that, interesting one. So what would you do? So I've had that happen where, like, mm-hmm. me and the other person were, like, talking to the same person. And I feel like there was, like, automatically a pressure put on. Like, when we were looking to, like, well, who's going to voluntarily say, like, you I'm her. not going to talk to them no more. You can have them. I'm, like, between... I mean, it, I could have said that because as many people that are sitting in my inbox, I could have done that because mm-hmm. there's somebody else in my inbox. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, fuck it. Y'all just dating. That's what I and think. And it wasn't just someone who, it, but, it, but the, a lot of times, it's when you haven't met. I feel like there's a difference between what you've experienced and I've experienced. Because for me, the person that I have that situation with, I never met the individual. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. never, and me and the person who both matched this person, neither of us met him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I feel like even if y'all both go on no, a date. Once, no, once I've met the person, that's a whole different. But I don't think so, because what if the date didn't go, like, you may have thought the date went well, but he's like, yeah, it's all right, but he went on a date with her as well, and he really liked that one. So, then, I feel like. After maybe I would say the second date, like okay, he went on a date with you, he went on a date with her. All right, uh-huh. he's getting a feel of he, he could, but he's gonna be going on dates with a bunch of people. That's great. I just want to meet somebody who I know. Okay, <laughs> I'm fine with it as long as nothing sexual happened because it's a no for me. Um, as well as if y'all went on a couple of dates and I went on with a couple of dates and we're still trying to decide on if I even like the motherfucker or he even like me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know because I don't want to take away from something. What if I'm like, oh my god, you can't? But then, what if that's your soulmate? And I like, as long as y'all ain't do nothing, say like y'all kiss, I'm good. Like, even though it's not anything too crazy, then we kiss. That's what I said. That's what I said. If y'all kiss, I'm good. Like you said, we went on a date. I, you know, my tongue was down his throat. I'm gonna say, all right, cool, had it, enjoy it, hope it was good, boo. And then I'm definitely out. If you said we went on a date, we got a hug, and that was it. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I also went on a date with this person. Um, you know, he gave me a hug as well, and we're supposed to go out on Friday. And I just feel like at that point, me, in my mind, like, it becomes, like, this, I don't want to say competition, but comparing yourself. Like, if for some reason it works out with one person versus the other, mm-hmm. and, you know, with the person it works out with, it's, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's, like, it seems really, like, really good. 
this really mean now? Was I not? Why would? Why did they pick me? Or what did I not have? I just feel like there's this, this that comparison piece. I'm like, I'm super oh, good on that. girl. But that's you comparing yourself. That's something you have to deal with. Because I know, there's a difference between them dating all these people and then them dating someone who I know. Because this, like, the, the time that happened, this was someone who, it wasn't like um, an associate or like uh, like someone who's like far removed from me. It was someone who's relatively within my circle. Like someone mm-hmm. who's close enough to me for me to be like, yeah, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable with like both of us dating the same dude. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah. And I then think... it came to us seeing each other in person again. This was all over the app for the yeah, most part. Yeah. So I'm not serious. Mm-hmm. But for yeah. me, I think, yeah, I, I'm going to stick with it. Like, as long as there's nothing sexual and y'all, we went out on dates, it just could be that our communication is better. Or it could be that he's more physically attracted to you. It could be a bunch of different things. And as long as nothing sexual, I think I'm okay with it. After, like, the second date, anyway, if I'm not in it, then I ain't going to go out with you again anyway. So, mm-hmm. it is what it is at that point. If I haven't, I haven't felt anything, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm really digging him. And only to that point would I would say that. So, if we were talking to the same person, let's say his name is Jason. Mm-hmm. I'll try not to say Bob or Billy. You don't want to keep putting Billy in the bus. I don't want to put Billy there. So, we met a Jason. And, you know, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm talking to this dude. I ain't say his name because, you know, at the beginning, I don't really say other people's name anyway. So we came up with a name. And you came up with a name. And we're just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I went on a date with him. And I'm like, it went really well. You said the same thing. I went on a date with him on Saturday. It went really well. I'm like, all right, cool. And then we find out after the first date that we're talking about the same person. Here's the, what I will say, here's the great thing about us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd be like upfront and characteristic. We ask do. for pictures. We so do. I feel like I would never have to it, it wouldn't. It went with us, but yes, it, it, yeah. I've been in that situation a couple times. And I often think our bucket of people who we do select are different. Are definitely different. I don't think you and I have ever said we'd match the same person. The same person. Nope, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think it would happen with us personally. Thank you. And, but definitely, um, we definitely send pictures, especially when we're going on a date, like, hey, this is X, Y, and Z. You know, this is where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Because we like to make sure we're safe. That's what y'all should be doing out there, too. Okay? Men and women, we you names, never know. phone numbers, license plates, addresses. We need all that. All of it. So, shit happened, bitch. I know everything. He was in a blue Toyota. License plate LLL22213, Virginia. <laughs> he is 6'4". He has dreads. He is <laughs> he is brown skin, close, like between brown and dark. Um, He got clear teeth. You know, he got a little gap though on the left. <laughs> you know? It might be a missing tooth. Not you know? sure. <laughs> not sure. It's not that big a gap. It's like about, about that big. Could be a missing uh-huh. tooth. He like to wear baggy clothes. Like we got, we got the gist. We all in there. But again, that's us. So yes, for us, that would absolutely never happen. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, the one time I did, I was like, "This is why I don't like dating apps." And oh, because I think yeah, because I think I told you about the same in the same day. <laughs> They are, but that's why when you are close with people, you have those conversations, especially if they're also on dating apps. Like, all right, I'm talking to Jason over here. I'm literally so happy that besides you and I, all of my other friends are married. So I literally don't have that issue at all. I'm like, thank you. I don't have issues at all with that. And that's crazy because 
Well, I guess most of mine are, or either in like relationships. It's up to you, my best friend. And but if he matched with one of my people, we got a bigger problem. When I tell you, I've had that happen. Okay. I've had a situation like how your best friend matched with someone who I matched with. Oh, it. And they were like, they were going to, like, be a real good time. Like, you would never, like, date them. But, like, they look like they would, they would like, rock some shit. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be, like, the one person I showed them. It was the so, one. I'm, I'm speaking about um, a gay male. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me and my, my, one of my really good friends, um, he's gay. And we were happy to, like, go on a trail. We were walking. And for some reason, I just showed him this Tinder profile I matched. I was like, him and I, like, him and the guy, um, we were, like, messaging back and forth. I was like, I have no intentions on, like, dealing, dealing with him, but I really feel like he would be some bomb sex. Mm-hmm. Lie to you not, maybe a week or two later, he sends me his profile because he matched him. On Tinder. On Tinder. Maybe <laughs> said I'm in there having a good time. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not against anybody who uh-huh. Has their preferences or is open that way? I just was not expecting that. So my question then leads to: Do you think that's something that should be told up front? Like if whether male or female, and you're like, "Hey, I'm into both." Do you think that should be something told up front? Mm. <clears throat> I put you on the spot. Well, no, because I think anything that's not like heteronormative, mm-hmm. I think is very heavily judged mm-hmm. and I think also is very much protected by the person who may not go by, you know, the very heterosexual, um, like outlines. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't begrudge anybody who doesn't like solicit that up front. Mm-hmm. I do potentially believe that whomever, you know, doesn't subscribe to those heteronormative, uh, items, would be able to weed out people faster if that information is given up front. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why they don't. I did have mm-hmm. someone one time I matched him. It was not on his profile, but he told me that he was bisexual mm-hmm. and asked if that was a problem. It really gets into, so I think, so here's also the thing. Between women making the decision to move forward with someone who's bisexual Versus men deciding to move forward with someone who's bisexual are very different things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's way more acceptable for a female to be bisexual mm-hmm. than a male to be bisexual. Mm-hmm. So, when he said something to me about it, it's also a conversation of, so what exactly does that mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you're in a monogamous relationship, are you in a monogamous relationship regardless of you being bisexual? Mm-hmm. So, it shouldn't add any level of insecurity for you because if they're monogamous they're monogamous yes they can be interacting with both sexes but if they're with you they're with you Mm -hmm. but then it also goes into one depending on the male that you're with sometimes there's a stigmatism between what role they play when they are intimate in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and how you as a woman may feel about that Mm -hmm. So there's just it's a it's a slew of things. When I when I was approached with that, I pretty much said like, when you're in a relationship, are you monogamous? And he said yes. 
our conversation didn't go much past that. He, I actually, if I remember correctly, he kind of fizzled out from it. But he said a lot of people, once he says that he is bisexual, tend to just stop talking to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't, that's a hard question to answer whether or not someone should or should not. Because certain things may spark off, and then you may look past that later, versus if it's giving to you up front, you may not even give them a try. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't speak from that perspective. Also, because I, I you know, uh, yeah, I'm from I'm a hetero for the most like for the most <laughs> part. That's also a weird thing to try to label and figure out. <laughs> but, again, it's, it's more acceptable for women to be bi. Correct. So, for a man, that's a that would be a conversation for a man who's bisexual. Yeah. To figure out what, why, either, like, how they decide to approach it. What would be your preference? Do you prefer someone to tell you that up front? Do you prefer to get to know them and know that later? What would be your preference? Mm. I think that... I would prefer to know up front. Okay. I don't know if it needs to be like, hey, hey, how are you? By the way, I'm bisexual. But <laughs> I think it needs to be like before the first date. Mm-hmm. I feel like so that way I can decide, all right, we've had great conversation. I'm still digging you. And then that way it's not a decision just up front. And then my question would be the same. Like, all right, so if you are bisexual, like, are you monogamous? So, like, if I say, all right, we're, or we say we're in a relationship, are you no longer messing with another woman or uh, another man? Um, also, what happens, like, if you get, I don't, I don't urge, I don't know if the right word, but if you if get there's certain that, things I cannot fulfill for you. Yes. Are you going to go out and. How do you fulfill those? How, how yeah. can I fulfill, fulfill that needs. for you? Yeah. Right. So, it's, that's a, if a, they're not a top, if they're a bottom, how do I. You're, you already know how you're going to do it. Yeah, right, but on. is that is but it's not, still not the same thing. Correct. It's almost like it's for women who are in like a, a lesbian woman who's in a relationship with a bisexual woman. Yeah, like you can have strap on all day. It's still not the a yeah yeah. So I don't. So it would be a lot of conversations. I can't say they. I would be like absolutely no, or I would say absolutely yes. It would have to be You'd like to have really depend. Time, yeah, I would, it would depend upon how our conversation is going. What those answers to those questions are. Um, if I'm okay with it, like I've never been in a relationship with someone that has, to my knowledge at least, so I don't really know how I would react or what I would say, but I, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, that's so nasty. Like everybody likes a bunch of different shit. So have you ever dealt, I feel like, I feel like you've already kind of alluded to maybe know this. Have you ever dealt with someone who does like butt play? Yes. So do you feel like that would be very different? So one you know, I don't want to ask that question. So, do you feel like that would be very different from someone who is bisexual? Like, would you look at that differently versus a hetero man who just likes butt play? Um, I would say no, not necessarily. I think mo- I've never, so with the butt play, I've never used a dildo or anything. Got it. So, I, I, don't know about that piece of it, mm-hmm. so I guess that would be the difference. Is like, gotcha. It's not actual meat mm-hmm. <laughs> going into someone mm-hmm. with the butt play. It was like a vibrating ring on the outside type thing, or like a finger thing. It wasn't like a I put a dildo up your ass type thing. 
you get stimulation by people playing with your butt? Do I? Yeah. Yes. Like licking it and pushing it. But it's not just that by itself. That by itself. But if right. you are doing stuff in the front part as mm-hmm. well as the back part, then that's a whole other ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Like it? it doesn't do anything for me. Do they do the front and the back at the same time? Mm-hmm. It just what are they doing in the front? They just they go on like up all around and they just. Oh no 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 no. So in the front, so if they're doing the back, they're licking your ass. Yeah. Then there needs to be something. So it needs to be a finger or a toy or something like that. So they need to be stimulating the slit cord mm-hmm. while licking your ass. Yeah, it's probably well, causing your arousal from you know, whole baby penetration back there. But no, whole baby penetration. It's not a penis. No penis yet. Absolutely not. No, I might take like a thumb or like a finger. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Absolutely nothing bigger than that. Yeah. You just have them spit on it and then put a finger there and have them lick your hoo ha, or vice versa, have them lick your hoo ha while the finger's around your clitoris. It's a whole other type, it's a bunch of different ways. And then if you got a vibrator to go in it, or yeah, a vibrator to go in it, him rubbing your clitoris and licking your ass. Because there's so many sensations, your body's just like, oh my god, what is going on? And then especially we got a free hand and they start playing with the nipple, bitch, you dead. It's over. You understand me? Have you spasmed? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Not the foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, don't we? Oh. Well, guys. <laughs> This is a crazy ass, interesting episode. We literally Chronicles of Shooting the Shit. Facts, you know. Part two over here. Doing talk about whatever. I guess y'all let us know what y'all think. Like if y'all are in a relationship, if y'all are exclusive, if y'all are still in the dating phase, like should you delete the app? Should you just put it on disable? Should you be like, fuck it, I'm up on this bitch until I got a ring? Because some people are like that. Like, where y'all at? Boys or men, women. Let us know. Let us know if we in the right and the wrong. Well, it's whatever we feel. But let us know if y'all agree or disagree with what we said. You know? Yeah. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Tell everybody. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Like I Was Saying. You know, with B-Baby and the one and only Velvet. Mantra, life is tough, my dear, but so are you. Boo, 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 boo. Ooh, that was a good one. Oh, you get nice. I'm going to be a singer or a song. No? <laughs> she always, this is a hater. So when I become a singer, y'all remember this episode. where Someone said. One of our listeners said. They feel like you can, you can sing. When I put my mind to it, I actually can. I just be good at like when I be really into it, yeah. When I be doing my Mary J. Blige songs and shit, like I be feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, just remember that each of you are beautiful, and to never say what stagnant in your motherfucking life. Bye, bye, guys. <laughs>